Hi, hello, and welcome to another episode of Weed, Wild, and Woke. If you're new here, my name is Nina. Uh, It's nice to have you guys back. Today, I have a friend here. I'm not just going to be talking to myself for 50 minutes. I'm super excited. Uh, Some of you guys may know him if you follow the Twitch community, which most of you guys do, but I know some people have stumbled in from Instagram, so not everybody knows him. Um, But his name is Glenn. Say hi. Hi. (laughs) Uh, We met through pretty much the... No, we met through Instagram. So we started gaming together, and we've known each other since high school, but we kind of fell off uh, in the time in between and then reconnected once I got my computer and started playing games. And yeah, so he decided to join me today, and I'm really thankful because it's the first time I actually get to interact with somebody and bounce off somebody else's ideas, and I'm really excited to get different feedback because, like I said last week, the first four episodes that I had recorded were pre-recorded episodes, um, so they hadn't even been released to the community in order for me to get feedback as I was recording them. So a lot of them were just kind of me going off of things that... I had experienced or opinions that I had or questions that I thought people had. Um, So I'm super excited today to kind of get into that. Um, If you're new here, we do a check-in at the beginning of every week, uh, kind of like a recap of the last week. Um, And for me, honestly, not too much has happened in the past week. Um, I've just been working like crazy. Looking for an apartment to rent in California is pretty freaking impossible right now. So I've been focusing all my energy into that and saving money. Um, If you live in California, then you know that the housing market right now is pretty much non-existent. And that's kind of been a struggle because I, as most of you know, I still live with my parents and it's, it's been hard. It's been rough. Everything is either too expensive or too small or income restricted. Um, So it's just been kind of tough figuring out life in that sense. Um, But other than that, things are going pretty good. We're still streaming on Twitch. We're still podcasting. Um, Yeah, everything is, is going pretty well for the most part. We're getting a lot of feedback, actually. Since the last episode came out, we were actually starting to get feedback. Some of the the most popular episodes up until this point have been the self-love episode. I got a lot of good feedback on that, so thank you. I appreciate it. I took everything to heart. I'm so happy that some of you guys shared some of your stories with me um, and, and your realizations. I've had a couple people tell me that they didn't realize that they were doing a lot of the things that... Uh, I had mentioned in the in the self-love podcast, which was nice to hear. It's just nice to hear other people's perspectives. And I don't know, you know, when you do these podcasts, you kind of, you're thinking so much about you and your life and how those things affect you. And you don't really know how much it's going to resonate with other people until people come and give you feedback. And then you are kind of humbly reminded that, Everyone goes through the same emotions and everyone has the same doubts and fears and setbacks and habits that you do. So um, I just really appreciate you guys opening up to me. I can't wait to see more feedback in the future um, for me to bounce off of and kind of dive into. So again, thank you for that. It's been a really fun week hearing your guys' feedback. I appreciate it. 
Um, yeah, I'll give Glenn an opportunity to talk about his week for a second if he wants to or not. He's kind of new at this, so... Do you have anything you'd like to share over the past week? Uh, not much, just work. And then getting home, playing video games, catching up on all that. Kind of rainy last week, so it was a little hard to work out there, but... Yeah, mainly just gaming. Staying alive that way. Keep my hopes up. That's about it for me. Which is interesting because this week's topic is one that I really wanted to do for a while. Um, and I didn't really know how we were going to dive into it, but I'm really happy that he's here so we can talk about this. But this week's topic was going to be on kind of like gaming in general um, and gaming and mental health, I guess, um, and how... I don't know. I guess it's kind of evolved over the years. Um, what it's been like for me, certain things, like how it's helped me, um, how it's helped me grow, uh, some things that I've learned since I've been doing it. Um, and it's going to be really interesting to hear his perspective because he's been doing it for a lot longer than I have. How long? Um, I'm going to say like 18 to 20 years, maybe. And I literally started streaming like five months ago. So... There's a huge difference. There's a huge time gap between the two of us, which is going to be interesting to see how his experience is, is going to kind of reflect or not reflect what my experience has been like. So for me, gaming wasn't always in my past. As you guys know, and I've talked about in other podcast episodes, my family was very strict. And so a lot of my upbringing was centered around school. It was very focused on after-school activities and doing things to further my future. And so, uh, you know, we grew up with consoles in the house and my dad likes to play games and we've always had, I mean, games for fun every now and then. But, you know, up until I graduated high school, there wasn't a lot of extra time for things like that. Um, and then when I started college, obviously, there was zero time for that. Everything that I did was poured into school and getting good grades and being an honor roll student. And so, you know, we've had Nintendo 64s and we've had Playstations, but we never played games on that type of level. So this was all super new to me. And then um, when I graduated college, obviously, uh, I was looking for outlets to help people. Uh, I wanted to be a psychologist. I wanted to help people with their mental health. Um, and while I was in college, I remember there was a lot of people writing papers on video games. And I think it was kind of this societal thing at the time. There was this huge movement at one point where people were really concerned with um, video games and violence and children and adolescents and how that affected them. And I think it was kind of growing and the research was really growing and exploding at that time. And a lot of people were interested to see how that affected children and a lot more children were getting into it. There was a lot more availability of it online. Um, there was a lot more kids, you know, finding their way onto platforms. And th there was just a lot of research going on in college at the time. And I remember reading a lot of papers on it. Um, but a lot of that really didn't catch my attention because I wasn't child-focused at the time. I was focused on 
adult research. Um, so, you know, I would read it and I would kind of brush over it and it, it really didn't affect me too much at that point um, until I actually graduated college. And that's when I started looking for platforms to kind of reach out. And, you know, we tried YouTube, I tried doing it on Instagram. A lot of you guys who are listening uh, and found me through Instagram, you probably have seen my videos of trying to do, you know, breathing techniques and, and just, I guess, trying to share what I had learned to kind of help me. And I know that um, a lot of the, the research that I had read about was kind of, you know, anxiety based. And I know a lot of people who have anxiety tend to isolate, tend to be more uh, introverted, uh, tend to have less social interactions, tend to have a lot of um, like family family issues, I guess. Um, and so I just thought it was interesting. Um, and then someone that I knew had introduced me to Twitch when I graduated and was like, hey, this could be a really cool platform um, for you to potentially, I don't know, find a community or find like-minded people. Um, and I thought that was interesting. So I started doing some research. And at that time, Twitch was still pretty wild. I remember there were like hot tub streamers. And there was, I remember doing YouTube research on this one, on this one person, and she had an eating disorder. And her whole community was filled with people who were, I don't know, aged like 11 to 16, who were openly condoning her eating disorder and who had eating disorders themselves. And I remember reading comments and watching this stream of these young people just really endorsing this super unhealthy, I don't know, mind frame, I guess. Um, and that was the first pull of kind of why I felt like this could be a good place for me to kind of insert myself and bring a little bit of light and find I guess, a safe space for people to come and, I don't know, find healing. I guess that's really what I was trying to accomplish at the time, was just create this little safe haven, this little corner where people could come and be themselves and express themselves and for the people who wanted to help themselves to find themselves. And I didn't think that that was possible at the time until I actually started the community and I started meeting all these really awesome people who kind of had the same vision at the time. Um, and then I got my PC and I started making friends and we started playing games and, and a lot has happened in that five months since I've been streaming that I've kind of realized how beneficial it could be and the kind of reach that I could potentially have. But from my understanding, it wasn't always like that. Um... That's true. Uh, when I started gaming, I'm going to say 15 to you know 18 years ago, it was a lot different. I didn't have Nintendos or anything growing up. I actually just grew up with a computer. So having that was a little bit different than what you were saying. I didn't grow up with, you know, all that. I When I went to school, I wasn't, you know, into good grades or anything like that. I just got home and just instantly jumped into, you know, just gaming all the time. I didn't have a, you know, set schedule, set, I don't know, how do you say that? Just no one was forcing me or making me get good grades at the time. For me, it was more have fun, do what you want kind of thing. But I was always pretty depressed when I was younger. So when I was playing video games, I realized that I guess I was happier 
So that's how I got introduced to all of that. I really didn't get into the whole Twitch community. I didn't have an outlet like that. I didn't have anyone to talk to about it when I was doing that. It was just me by myself for a really long time just playing video games until finally I found the game that I found all of my friends in. And ever since then, it's just been like a slow climb out of depression and low self-esteem just from just, you know, hanging out with the same people we, who had the same problems as me, same, you know, mental problems. But yeah, it's 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 changed from when I started gaming to when you started five months ago. So it, it is a lot different now. Like, so it was like a mental health escape for you. Yeah, it was. But like I said, it wasn't, there was no Twitch. There was no one to talk to at first, but. But did you realize it at the time that, that that's why you liked it so much or, or. I think, I think at first I didn't realize it until, you know, like down the line, I was like, why am I so happy when I, like, why do I play games so much? Why do I waste my time? Why, you know, I might be failing at school or whatever, but when I'm home, I'm happier than when I'm anywhere else in the world. And I didn't realize that it was the video games that were doing it because I'm like at school or, you know, after school activities, you know, you don't have the same control you do in a video game. In a video game, you have full control, you know, whatever game you're playing, regardless of your style, genre, whatever, you have full control, customization, whatever of that character. So you can play it to your heart's content. So that's where that, you know, happiness comes from. You have full control of what you want to do where you can't really do that in real life. Sometimes you can't control your emotions like you can a character. You know, it's it's a little bit but yeah, I did realize that after I'm gonna say like a year or so that I that games were my outlet to a happier version of myself. And I feel like a lot of people make the assumption that that I think people use video games to escape from things. And I feel like for a lot of people that might be the case, but I feel like also times have kind of changed to where people are starting to realize the benefits of it. But like, do you feel like it was something that you were like escaping from reality or do you feel like it was more helpful to you or? I think at first I was just escaping because I didn't want to deal with anything else. And I was just kind of just playing but yeah, over the course of time, I realized that because I play a lot of competitive games. So, you know, over time, I got better at them or, you know, whatever. And over that course of time, I noticed that my self-esteem would go up. So when I would go out to outings, I would be more confident in myself and I would, you know, think like I'm I'm better than this. And but yeah, over time, it did become less of a escape and more of an outlet to better myself as a person. That makes sense. I think for me, and I think a, a huge misconception and what really was intriguing to me is that, you know, you have those people who do play video games and they don't use it to better themselves and they do use it as an escape method and they don't really take the time to internalize how how it could be benefiting or hurting them. And so you have these people who take it to another extreme and I think that's where the importance of this conversation for me lies is kind of finding the balance and kind of figuring out how to find the balance and how to kind of get insight into yourself 
when you are if you are somebody who games or is a gamer or likes to game or is thinking about getting into gaming because I know since I've started a lot of my friends have asked me like questions about it and wanting to get into it because they've kind of seen a change and but I think in the past that is the big misconception is that like I said, people were thinking for a long time that kids who played video games were were more violent because they were becoming more desensitized to violence, and that was causing more violence long term. And I think that there are communities where that happens, but I think it's safe to say that for a lot of people, that isn't the case. For a lot of people, this has kind of been very healing for them and has helped them to find a, a safe community. I mean, that's been the case for me, at least, where... This is the first time in my life where I've kind of felt in a weird way, like loved and accepted. Like I didn't get that from my family. I didn't get that from my friends, really. Um, and I feel like since I've joined Twitch, like the community that I've built and the people that I've attracted have all had this vision of like trying to better themselves and do better. But I, like I said, I don't think that was always the case. I think it's shifted so much from where it where it used to be to where it was today. And I used to see some crazy stuff on Twitch. Uh, yeah, there used to be a lot of crazy stuff on Twitch before. <laughs> like, I remember when Twitch first started, it wasn't Twitch. It was Justin TV. And it was just some dude who was like, I'm going to broadcast my whole life. And he did do that. But people started being toxic in that sense. People were like pranking him they would find him on the street and just start doing things to him they exposed his number his address he had to you know do all this stuff so he eventually turned it into twitch tv which is what it is now but it was a lot less i don't know it was a lot less gaming and a lot more just randomness but people did express themselves there as well but yeah there was a lot a lot different things back then yeah and I feel like YouTube is just so different because YouTube is so edited and people are really putting out what they want people to see. Whereas I feel like Twitch, you know, everything is live and it's kind of harder to do that. So you get a lot more authenticity out of people. You get a lot more realness out of people. Um, and you make a lot of deeper connections that way because you really, you can't edit out the fake, the bad, and the ugly. Um, and that's kind of what I've noticed, especially since I've started. It's harder for me to edit myself out. Like, I'm kind of just who I am. I can't fake it on there because it's always live and it's I can't be, like, fake for three, four hours straight. At some point, I just... My natural personality comes out and then... And I feel like it's that way for most people and I've been lucky enough to attract some really awesome wonderful humans that way but you know I've learned a lot from just being on Twitch and playing games that I didn't think I was going to learn and it's funny because when I started I literally did not care about the games I would download anything and play anything because I really didn't care and then literally over the course of five months I've kind of realized how even the games have helped me to think differently about my life and it's interesting because if you take the time to actually think about how the games affect you and your personality, 
Like, you can learn a lot about yourself. Like, when I started playing Escape from Tarkov, <laughs> I used to be super impatient, and I wanted to learn everything by myself, and I used to get very angry, and I used to be very impulsive, and I would catch myself getting anxiety in the middle of a game in a way that I hadn't seen myself get anxiety before. It was like seeing my anxiety in a different light because I would actually feel my body tense up. I would actually start to sweat. I would start to like second guess myself and doubt myself. And I would literally have to learn how to control my nervous system to calm down in order to play a game. And I know that sounds so ridiculous, but it was such a learning, learning point for me and my anxiety and like my mental health to kind of see how those high stress situations kind of affected, I don't know, the way that I handled those situations. And then I could kind of like carry that over into my everyday life and be like, wow, I'm doing the exact same thing I was doing in this game. Like I'm getting tense and I'm sweating and I'm freaking out and all I have to do is just breathe and like I'll figure it out. And those skills kind of transferred from games into my real life, which I found interesting and that's not something that I thought I would find out going into this. Like I've learned more about myself going into this than I have about anybody else. I went into this trying to like help everybody else and I learned so much more about myself in the process that I think is super interesting. And that's the part of like gaming that I just think is so interesting to share with people is like how you can use that to kind of make yourself better by having that self-awareness to kind of grow from that. Like, have you noticed that? I mean, at all? kind of. I've, I mean, the, like I said, I've been playing for a long time. So in recent years, it hasn't been like that. I do remember when I first started playing Escape from Tarkov, like, like I said, I played a lot of games before when I first started. I remember I would get like mad at myself. I would just, I broke so many mouses, keyboards, monitors, just because I was so oh, angry. So you were violent. You know, Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. You know, I would, I literally would, you know, throw my keyboard, throw my mouse across the room. I would just, well, before it wasn't these like nice LCD screens that we have. So we had like those big CRTs in those like 70 pound monitors and I would just push them over and they just break. I went through so many just from being so angry all the time. And then over time, like, like you said, while I was playing these games, I, w I would get so mad. I would start to slowly calm myself down and slowly think like, okay, if I rationally do this, maybe I'll do better. And then over time I did get better at games and I, you know, saved my wallet a lot of money too. Cause I stopped breaking things, but yeah, I stopped doing that for a while, but with Escape from Tarkov, yeah, that was, that game, like, even at my level, just playing that game just really, like, ignited all those fires, like, I would sit there and, like, my hand would shake a lot, I, I'm not the person that sweats, ever, and I would catch myself taking my shirt off because, like, I would be so sweaty from this game, just so scared. I don't know, I just, I'd catch myself talking to myself, trying to calm myself. Like, I haven't done that in a while, like, where I'm just sitting there playing a game and I'm just like, okay, you can do this. You just got to be more quiet. And then, you know, just talking to myself through a video game. Like, it's been a really long time and that, like, brings me back to just all that. Just in real life, it works the same way. Just if I'm just having something that I just can't do in real life, I just, that's how I get through it. I just 
talk to myself and that's how we get through it, I guess. It's interesting though, because it could, it could be such a good learning tool. Like I had a super young viewer when I was streaming the other day and I don't know, this person is so young. I like, they were streaming and their voice, they were just so young. And at first I hadn't heard this person speak. And they came into chat and they were super rowdy and they were like super impatient and they were yelling at me and they were like, start the game, start the game. And they were just so impatient. And I didn't realize until later that this person was like a child, basically. But you really, you do have these kids who are playing on these platforms right now who are, who haven't learned how to manage their emotions yet or like balance that skill. Uh, and I just thought it was interesting to see the flip side because not everyone has that awareness. And again, that's why I think it's so important to talk about because, I mean, there are literal children on this website who are like raging <laughs> during these video games and don't know how to control their emotions. But like if they could have that insight or have someone to kind of point it out to them or just to have a conversation about it, like the potential and the growth that they could experience from that could be super cool to watch. Like, do you know who I'm talking about? Oh, I know who we're talking about right now. Yes! Yeah. It was so interesting to see that. Like, just this young kid was just so not aware of how impatient and impulsive he was. And, like, it's just interesting to see both sides. I don't know. I've seen people grow and I've seen people just be complete chaos. Um, so I think there's like upsides and downsides to that, but it's just interesting to actually witness it for myself. It also just depends on your personality too and how you want to go with it. Cause <clears throat> there's a lot of like, I don't know, like with my gaming and anger, like I could have gone either way. I could have gone the, the good way or I could have, you know, I learned from my own mistakes, learned from all that to where I'm at now, or I could have just completely been toxic and just, you know, just yelled at everybody, yelled at myself, blamed everything else on everybody, made the whole gaming experience for everybody who I'm playing with just terrible with being impatient, whatever. So it just depends on your your personality type and and how you want to, you know, react to yourself, I guess. Yeah, I think self-awareness is key. Like, you have to be so self-aware of yourself as a person. And, and a, like, I mean, we got to be honest. Like, there are such things as addictions, too. Uh, there's tons of studies on people who are addicted to video games to the point where they will not get up. They will not drink anything. They will not grab food. They will not sleep for, like, days on end until they, like, finish playing a game. Like, it can totally be toxic. And I think that's where I'd like to come in and just kind of educate people and make people self-aware of, I don't know, not going too far one way or the other, you know, not going too far over the edge, but just being aware of that. I think, I don't know. I think it's scary and it can be kind of dangerous to, to watch people, you know, I've watched people stream for like 24 to 36 hours straight and not get up and take a drink of water like that's crazy that's super unhealthy so I think it does exist but 
just having the conversation and talking about it with people, I think, is important to kind of make them realize, like, that's not healthy. Yeah. Have you ever done that? I mean, I've done that. I have the energy for that. I have the energy to play for three to four days at a time without stopping. I just haven't done that since my early 20s. But you have done it. Oh, I've done it 100%. 100%. Like, there's games where I've been so addicted to that I'm just like, I don't need sleep if I'm not tired. And I'll just play, like, I'll play, I'll start a game. And then I'm like, okay, if I play one more game, I'll rank up if I win. But then I'll end up losing, so now I have to play four more games to catch up to where I'm at. And then, you know, the next thing you know, all my friends are offline. And then the next thing you know, everyone's like, hey, you're still on? When did you get on? I'm like, oh wait, what? What time is it? And it's like three days later, I haven't been to work, I haven't been to school, whatever. And it's just, it is a bad thing to an extent. Obviously, you gotta do things, but I have done it. It's been a really long time since I've done that because now I'm more self-aware, like, hey, you know, six hours is a really long time to be playing a game. Maybe I should get up, stretch, you know, take a nap maybe. I don't know. It's I have done it before. That's pretty wild. But it, it just, like I said, it just depends on the personality type. Not everyone can do that. Like, no matter how addicted you are to something, some people just, it, it just depends on the person. Well, yeah, it's like drinking. Like, yeah. some people will take a sip of alcohol and become an alcoholic. And some people can take a sip of alcohol and be like, okay, I'm good after this beer or whatever. And some people are like, I need seven more beers or I'm... You know, I took a sip of my video game once and the next thing I knew, it's four days later and... You're binging. <laughs> yeah, and then the next thing I know, I, you know, I take a four-hour nap and I'm back at three days straight. I mean, I mean it's not healthy, of, of course, but it does happen to the best of us. It's about learning from it, though. Like I said, it's been a while since I've done that. And it's interesting because, like, you've been playing for so long and to me, that just... I guess it doesn't sound that crazy because, I mean, I've done drugs before and gone on benders for like three, four days without sleep. So I get it, but it's just weird coming into it to kind of see how that could happen with video games. Like, I don't know. It's kind of mind blowing for somebody who hasn't been playing that long to be like, I can't believe a video game could do that. Yeah. Which is pretty, I don't know. It's interesting. It, it, it I mean it's a video game you know you get it's like anything else in life it's you, it's moderation you can't have too much of it or it's gonna destroy your fucking life you can sit there for three weeks you know use your whole savings to not want to go back to work not pay your rent whatever you could play for months on end but it's not healthy for you it's not good for you and you gotta I'll do other things besides that I mean, unless you're getting paid for it and, you know, still, you still need to take breaks in between. It's Yeah, even if you're getting paid for it, you need to know how to separate work from... Yeah, you still need, like, even top streamers, like, they'll play for, like, 8, 10 hours and then they'll take breaks and then, you know, they'll sleep and then they'll come back, you know, 12 hours later refreshed with a new mindset. You can't just do that forever. And that's why community is so important. And that's the biggest thing that I found, too, is, like, making sure that you have friends and you have a community and you find people, like-minded people who care about you and want to see you succeed. I think that's so important. And it's been cool to watch. Like, I didn't know what Discord was before I started. And now, you know, we have this amazing group of people on Discord who talk about mental health and 
who lift each other up and who will share about their families and what's going on in their lives and come and seek support in places that they felt like they haven't had it before. And I think that's the really special part of gaming, if you can, to like find a community that you resonate with and that you feel like cares about you because, I don't know, it's just, it's been amazing to watch people want to help themselves and want to elevate themselves and want to elevate others. Um, and then it's important to have people in those communities to tell you, like, you need to go to bed. Like, how many times <laughs> have we told people in the community, like, you need to go to sleep. You need a rest. You look exhausted. You've been working like crazy. You've been playing like crazy. You need a break. Like, it's been so helpful having those people in the community as well yeah, to and, kind of bring you balance. And Discord's kind of a new thing, too. Discord hasn't been around for a long time. Like, there's been other voice, you know, options, but Discord's different because it has, like, the chat window on the side, which is so helpful nowadays, like, where people can just type to each other just in case you're shy and you don't want to talk to each other, whatever. You can type. You can do all that stuff. It's... I like Discord. It's cool. Like, I didn't have that when I was playing video games. For me, it was just... I had to make a phone call, like... You know, I had to get on my landline and just, <laughs> I had to call somebody like, hey, you know, <laughs> we're going to play today at five o'clock, hop on. And then right when we got on, we'd have to be like, hey, I'm in this server, come play. And then once we got in the server, then we could talk to each other through, you know, our microphones or whatever. So it, it is a lot different using this, you know, you could DM, whatever. It's just, you can reach people more this way. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's, it's wild. Like, it's evolved so much from when I started playing till it is now. Like, it's so much easier now. Like, I can just hop on my computer and just hit play and I'm already in a game. Where before it took me so long to just, like, just even start something. And That's just, crazy. you know, get a hold of people. Even then, like, I was scared to talk to people on the internet when I first started. Like... I thought it, everyone was a stranger and everyone, you know... Well, that's how we were raised. If you are old and yeah. you were raised in the 90s and you had freaking dial-up internet, you were told stranger danger. Yeah, so... Never to talk to anyone on so, the internet. you know, meeting my first friend, it was like, we, we played for a little bit, we talked a little bit, it was always sketchy, and then just one day it's like, hey, come over, bring your computer, let's play, and it was the weirdest thing to me, and I ended up doing it anyways against my better judgment, but... It's just weird that all this is how it is now. Like now, I can hop in any Discord with anybody and just have a conversation with them and it doesn't seem weird to me at this point anymore where, I don't know, some people that are just hopping on, like you, like when you first joined Discord and you started talking to people, I don't know how you were about it. Oh, it was terrifying. Like you were scared to like say, hey, you know, like just talking to somebody. It was terrifying. Because it's, it's not like a phone conversation either, because it's different, because, I don't know, it feels like they're right there with you. It really does, though. I feel like I know these people better than I know my own family. Like, it's wild. Well, that too, just because you're talking through a monitor sometimes, so you're, you feel like you're more free to say anything you want without repercussions. Like, you can, you know, I don't know, say whatever you want and you're fine. Like, there's no backlash to it, and you can people can be more open about themselves, and you can help them more that way, too. It's like an introvert's dream haven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I feel like everybody who's on at least my server is pretty much introverted. Like they're not extroverts in everyday life. And I think that's a pretty fair assessment to make. Most people are introverted and don't like to talk to people. So it's a lot easier to connect with people in this way than it is in other ways. And the same is true for myself. Like, I don't really like to go out. I don't talk to anybody. I'm not very extroverted, but this has made it easier for me to like even talk about myself or open up about, like, I've never been this open in my entire life with anybody. And now I have a whole community that I talk about everything with, like everything. I share everything with them. Oh yeah. It, it is like that. Like, I mean, starting out, I, I said, I hated talking to people. I hated being like, Hey, I'm Glenn. Like, no, now I can just hop into a server with some random person and tell them my whole life story and they're like cool here's my whole life story <laughs> and then it's like hey we're best friends now it's so different it's weird but it, it has changed me it has made me from like this shy shell of a person to this like I don't want to say outgoing because I'm still not very outgoing I still don't like to go out I still don't like to you know mingle with you know just people on the street but it has made me more confident less shy so it does help out if if you take it the right way. Like if you accept it as a growing option. Like you don't have to, but I don't know. It's just weird. If you know yourself and you know you want to grow in that sense, then you can. I don't know. I think you're pretty, pretty outgoing now. Everybody loves you for some reason. I don't know why everybody loves me either. <laughs> I'm just me. I rarely talk. Like, when we're streaming and I'm playing with you, I rarely talk. And people still just, like, gravitate towards me for I don't think you realize how much you do talk, though. Do I? That's the funny thing, is you don't think you talk a lot, but when you go back and rewatch it, like... I don't rewatch it. I don't rewatch it. No, 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 no. I don't <laughs> want to rewatch it. But I feel like I don't talk enough, or I don't communicate enough when we're playing games, depending on the game. Like, if we're playing something, like tactical like Tarkov I feel like I don't talk enough where yeah, you do where other games I do talk a lot like sometimes I feel awkward because I feel like I'm not talking enough and I'm like oh maybe I should say something maybe I should break the ice <laughs> which I mean if you say I talk a lot then I fucking talk a lot but I really don't think I do I think you talk quite a bit you'd be surprised how outgoing you come off I guess but it was never like that like Meet me ten like in the past ten years ago. I was never like this. I was more of like, "Hi, this is my friend Glenn," and I was just like, "Hey," and that's it. That was the whole conversation for the rest of the day. And it's like, don't talk to that guy because he has nothing to talk about. And I would just sit in the corner by myself, minding my own business. Oh my god. Where now it's I guess a little bit different. Well, that's good. I'm glad you've grown. I mean, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> You know, video games and the internet have done that for me. Me too. I remember the first stream I ever did. I was so nervous and it was so terrifying and I didn't know what would come out of it. And now I pretty much talk to myself all day, every day for at least four hours. It's insane. I mean, it's not, I mean, it kind of is talking to yourself, but at the same time you have, you know, chat talking to you too, so... You're still interacting with everybody. But sometimes my computer is facing 
my computer is against a window. So sometimes like I can look in my window and see my reflection. And sometimes I'm reminded that I'm just like sitting in front of a screen and I'm literally talking out loud to myself. Like my parents will be next door in the room next to me. And all they hear is just me talking to myself into a microphone and talking to a screen like I'm a robot. And that was like super hard to get over in the beginning. Like it's still an interesting concept when you think about it. Because I'm really just talking to a screen and a microphone. Yeah, that one took a while for my parents to understand too. It's a weird sensation. Yeah, and then like growing up when, you know, our kids do it or the next generation does it, it's so much less weird and awkward than it is for my generation and our parents to understand yeah i could i could just like you saying that just brings back flashbacks of me just being in my room all dark and just talking to my friends at like four in the morning and then just my mom walking in like who are you talking to and then over time those interactions became less and less where she just knew that i was talking to people online where she just understood that whatever was flying out of my mouth was not directed at anyone in the house but myself and my friends. So, like, I think she's came in my room a few times where she just starts talking to me. And I don't even know she's behind me because my room is so dark and I'm just talking. And we just, me and her just had a full conversation, but I didn't even know she was back there. And then, like, an hour later, she's like, so about earlier. I'm like, huh? Oh, my God. So, it, it's, that is weird talking to a microphone in a monitor a lot and I don't think my mom understood like when I started streaming that people could see me so she would always walk into my room and start talking to me about the dog or what she was gonna make for dinner and I'm like hello like all these people are watching you know you're in your pajamas like if you want everybody (laughs) to see you in your pajamas go for it but like I don't think she really realized what you were doing yeah that like there's actual people on the other side who are actually watching and like interacting and can see everything and it's live and it's not pre-recorded and it's just it's so weird i mean that's still the next step for me so you're you're brave for that one i still have not streamed i've been thinking about streaming for like the last like seven years and i still haven't pulled the trigger for absolutely no reason yeah if you're scared of streaming just do it i think that's there's you can be scared all you want but fear is not gonna get you anywhere you want to be so if you want to stream just do it whoever you are if you want to do it do it yeah like i've been wanting to do it for so long and i still haven't done it (laughs) and i still think like why haven't i started doing it i don't know all right i'm gonna need the community to set up a gofundme please (laughs) so we can uh get this man's camera and he can start streaming (laughs) Like, I always feel like, what am I going to do? Like, what am I going to say? You just be you. But I like what you were saying. Like, you like you said, I, I don't realize that I talk so much. So maybe when I just hit that, you know, start stream button, it's going to be 15 hours later. And I'm just going to be like, damn, I didn't talk that much. But people are going to be like, shut up. You know, I don't know. You know, let's also remind him that in those 15 hours, he needs to hydrate, drink water, eat some food, take a break. You know, 15 hours is a long time. I don't like that that was your go-to was 15 hours later. That's just, that's just what it was. I don't know. (laughs) Like, just thinking back, that is a typical, that was a typical gaming session for me on my days off. Oh my god! It was wake up, drink an energy drink or two, you know, eat some breakfast start up my game and just the next thing I know it's like dark outside and I'm like oh maybe it's time for another energy drink drink another one or two use the bathroom and then 
the next thing I know, I'm like, oh, I got to go to work in a few hours. Has it been two days already? And then, you know, sleep for a few hours and then that was it. I mean, I hope some people are empowered to take that advice of like, you know, using games as a means to like empower yourself and give yourself confidence or whatever it is that you play games for. But to also remember that like there is a world out there and there is a life out there and you're worthy of living in that world and living that life that you deserve and you can transfer all those skills that you learn in those games to real life. Like I hope that, you know, if you're listening to this and you aren't somebody who goes out very often or, you know, is it's harder to make friends, like I hope it does encourage you that, you know, you could kind of reach beyond your boundaries and and take it offline as well and kind of empower yourself to go and try something different and use those skills elsewhere. Um, Like I said, it's all about balance and you know me, I'm all about mental health and trying to be a better person and like I come from the opposite side, but I would hope that anybody who feels like that's the only place that they find safety, that that's not the case. I think that's important for me to like bring out for people. I think the biggest reason that I wanted to talk about this was because also what I've realized in my time is that if you are playing games, that I hope that that confidence that you build while you're playing games, because at the end of the day, it is a confidence builder. Like you practice at something, it's like anything. You play piano, you practice a lot, you get better, eventually you have a really good skill and you want to share that with the world. And I feel like games can offer that same kind of safety of like building up your confidence, kind of showing you that you can be good at something, that if you're persistent enough at something, that you can become good at it. And my hope is that people just transfer that into their lives. Like if you work hard enough at something, that was my dog. I hope you heard his wonderful yawn. Uh, If you follow me on Twitch, you've seen Sage. He's down here obviously wanting to interact with the podcast also (laughs) that if you practice hard at something and you build up your confidence that you can do that in your everyday life and like I think that's what my community has been really good about building up in other people as well like they're super supportive and they're super amazing and they're super wonderful but if you are somebody like I said earlier who doesn't really go out or is hesitant to make friends like I really hope that you take those skills that you learn in the game and you transfer them to your everyday life. I hope that you practice things that you love. I hope that you pour time and energy into things that you're passionate about. I hope you have the same persistence that you do in your games on the outside world and you I hope you achieve your real life goals, whatever that is, or if your goal is to just I don't know, be a professional gamer, then do that. But transfer that into your everyday life and use it to make you a better person. Like don't be that person who just kind of uses it as an escape and doesn't really, you know, deal with anything. That's my biggest thing. And that's, that's what I'm here to try and share is don't make that your entire world. Don't make escaping your entire vice. Don't make that your scapegoat. Like use it to build up your confidence. Use it to build up like, hey, I, you know, use it to track your progress. When you started something, look at how crappy you were when you first started and then look at where you ended up 
and track that growth and track that progress and use that to make you more confident when you move outside into the world. You know, everything is going to be scary when you first start. And the same went for me when I first started. But looking back at my growth and where I started and where I'm at now, like it's insane. Like I hope that you guys can reflect and look back at your life and kind of look at all the small things that you've started and look at the growth that you've had and use that to kind of propel you forward to follow your dreams. And you know me, I'm always positive. I'm always here to tell you that you're worthy and you're deserving of everything that you want in life. And with persistence and practice, you know, you can get there. And that's not always going to be easy because you're always going to have people who try to bring you down and who are awful. And I'm not dismissing the fact that there are very awful people on the internet and that there's really awful people in the world in real life and everywhere. And even, you know, in the time that I've, in the short time that I've started, we already had one person who was trying to tell everybody my real name and what kind of car I drove and where I worked and, you know, saying that they watched me walk to my car from work, like that was terrifying. And it's like a gentle reminder that it's still, you still have to be cautious, you still have to be safe. Um, and there's going to be people who, who are going to come and wish awful things upon you or, you know, want to see you fail. But it's also an important lesson to like kind of learn to deal with that also. And just to be mindful of that, because it's not always rainbows and butterflies. There's really awful people and there's really toxic people. And you also have to be really careful about who you let into your circle. Because, uh, you know, sometimes people don't always have the best intentions. Um, but I think that's part of the growth process as well, is kind of separating who's really there to support you and who's really there to, I don't know, just be a distraction or distract you from your goal. Uh, that's really important to keep in mind too and that's something huge that I've learned and you know I've had to say I've had to manage a lot of drama in the short time that we've had the discord up and running there's been you know relationship drama that bled into the community or people taking sides or just people being really toxic or you know there's a lot of managing other people's emotions who don't know how to manage their own emotions and that's something that is important to keep in mind as well. Like, you're going to run into that, but those people don't define you. Those people don't determine what you're capable of or what you're worthy of or what, you know, you're able to accomplish. Um, and I think a lot of people get set back by that. Not everybody, obviously. A lot of people, just like in real life, handle setbacks and criticisms and all of that better than others. But I know that especially at least from my perspective in this community or in gaming in general, like a lot of people are very sensitive to that and not a lot of people know how to handle that very well. And so they take it very personally. Um, but I think it's a unique opportunity to kind of practice like how you take those criticisms and how you handle those situations. Cause it's taught me a lot about how to handle those situations. And like, I've gone to school for this. I've, wanted to be a psychologist like I know how to deal with that type of behavior but I know a lot of people don't and it was even challenging for me to kind of navigate like how do I manage so many people's emotions that I don't even know um, and I like I don't even know their personalities but like that's all part of the process as well and just kind of keeping that in mind that everybody's at a different point in their journey like some people are just entering some people are just learning some of these people are super young like we tend to forget that some of these, 
kids that are playing these games are only like 10 or 11 years old, you know, and they've just grown up with the internet and video games and like being, you know, able to get away with saying whatever they want and like just being mindful of the fact that those people do exist also. And I've seen, a, I've seen a lot of that and it's really hard to navigate, but just trying to stay positive through all that and not let it affect you. Like at the end of the day, it's your life. And if you're on a journey of self-improvement or you're trying to learn something or, you know, improve yourself, that those opinions aren't going to matter, you know, when you've accomplished your goals, um, they're just going to teach you something. So just take the lesson from it and run with it. Do the best that you can, you know, try to have empathy for other people um, and where they are in their journey. I think that's super important. How do you deal with haters? How do I deal with haters? I just ignore everybody. Like if it's not, like if it's not, uh, what is it? That's true. You're not an empath, so... No. Like, if it doesn't progress my life in any way or form, then I just don't care. Like, if it's going to negatively impact me, then I just don't care. Like, they're just another person on the internet. They're just, you know, nothing to me. And a lot of people are not like that, Yeah, they're just... I don't know. Maybe it's just because I've been on the internet for so long that maybe back then it probably bugged me when someone called me a bad name or, you know, insulted me. But now it's just like, okay, cool. Like... You know, what What else is new? I've heard that like 5,000 times at this point. Just, you know, it's just like a crack in the sidewalk. I just keep walking. It's not going to stop me. It's not going to slow me down. It's just got to keep going. Well, you're very fortunate. I think I've just been around a little longer too. I don't know. Just as an empath, like no matter how many times somebody can tell me that, it just, <clears throat> it's very hard for me to separate other people's feelings from mine. So, you know, and I hear things or I see things, I take it, I still take it very personally, and it's very hard to separate myself from it, even with as much self-awareness as I have of myself, like, it's still very difficult for me to separate that sometimes, so if you are like me, and you can't just ignore it, you know, just learning to navigate it and kind of compartmentalize and logically talk your way out of it is super important. I don't know, a lot of these games nowadays, you know, you talk to people and you interact with people, and there's, like, chats in every game where there's going to be toxic people. Like, I think being mindful of that is just super important to keep in mind. I mean, and knowing that it doesn't matter what game you play, no matter how wholesome a game is, there's always going to be that one person. Mm-hmm. Always. doesn't matter. You're always going to have that one toxic person, that one person who just wants to ruin it for everybody else. You know, you could be playing Stardew and then, you know, Anna comes and becomes a town drunk and, you know, just all of a sudden it's not wholesome and you're like, how did well, this happen? <laughs> you know, how did this happen? <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't matter what game, you, Anna. it doesn't matter what game you're playing. You're always going to have a toxic person. It's just about how you handle them. You can listen to their crap and let it affect you or you can just, I don't know, laugh at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah just keep that in mind too because I mean I did want to talk about that we kind of ran out of time but I think that is important um but yeah at the end of the day you know I hope you have fun I hope you're safe I hope that you enjoy the journey I hope that you take all the positives that you can from it I hope that you find balance I hope you you know try to have the self-awareness and the mindfulness to you know not teeter over the edge of obsession and take care of yourself and know when to take breaks and know when to walk away and step away 
know when to apply things to your everyday life. Um, I hope, you know, you find the confidence to branch out and make friends and explore and get off the computer and take a walk in nature and appreciate all the things that are outside as well. You know, I'm just, I'm just here to provide you with the options to balance your life and make the best of your experience. Yeah, that's true. You know, we have meat computers up there. And when you walk outside in nature, you got the best graphics in the world out there. Ooh, you know? that was smooth. <laughs> Ooh. Sometimes it's a shitty storyline, but you know. Somebody quote that. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need a quote on that. That was beautiful. Stop. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah. I mean, that was just our little discussion on, uh, I don't know gaming since i've started a little bit of uh glenn's story i guess and opinions and input which i super appreciate and if you guys have any feedback or any stories that you would like to share um or anything that i don't know you have questions on that we didn't touch on today that maybe i don't know you want us to talk about next time or want me to talk about i don't know if he's going to be here but want me to talk about next time just reach out like i said the twitter is up it's no i always forget it uh weed wild woke pc on twitter uh on twitch i'm nina pizza queen or if you want to reach out on the discord there's a podcast channel you can always let us know what you thought or have any feedback constructive criticism whatever it's always appreciated for those of you that have reached out again i am so appreciative I love you. I've taken it all to heart. It means so much to me. It literally puts a smile on my face when I go to sleep. Um, you guys have literally changed my life for the better. Um, I've learned so much in the last five months that I've been able to do this, and hopefully I get to do this for a very, very long time. Um, and, you know, maybe we'll we'll circle back around to this topic in, like, another season or so and uh, see what comes back, but... I appreciate it. I appreciate you coming and sharing your opinion and your story. <laughs> Welcome. And we'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Stay high. Bye.